Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yow, Mo Patton, Coach Mike on the controls. Coming to you live from the Front Porch Studios on West 7th in Columbia, Tennessee. Glad to have you with us here this morning. If you are watching on Facebook, we appreciate it. Uh, my dad commented a while back, stay cocky, beat the Blue Hens. So, know where his head All sorts of poultry on the field this weekend, huh? The, the chickens are going to win. That's all I'm saying. The chickens are going to win. Um, <laughs> really excited about that. It's going to be fun. Um, really excited about this hour because we get to start it off. This is why I like Mondays. Now, only, this is the, the one thing I look forward to every Monday. I, I have nothing else to look It's It's Monday. There's nothing to look forward to. But at 10 o'clock each and every week, we get a chance to visit with our friend Chip Walters, the voice of the MTSU Blue Raiders. Chip, welcome in. Thanks for continuing to deal with us. Well, happy Monday. Happy Monday to you as well, sir. Um, Yep. Top of the muffin to you. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what what'd you say about I know I'm getting bigger now, but hold on. Yeah, no no need no need to be insulting with muffin tops <laughs> and the like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no muffin tops allowed. Hey, um baseball big series win this weekend and as I was mentioning to Chris earlier this morning, again, a lot of Murray County flavor to it. Boy, no kidding. And and Briggs Rudder, uh, who played at Zion, uh, really got it got it going. Um, we're just going to call it walk off weekend. Uh, Middle got one three out of four, uh, and all three uh, were walk off fashion. Now, if you haven't if you haven't heard how they won Friday, uh, the the they had the second game of the doubleheader. They they flip flopped the the games on Friday and Saturday because of the poor weather forecast for Saturday. So they played a doubleheader on Friday. Now in the bottom, uh, it went extra innings. Uh, so t- a seven inning game goes to the bottom of the eighth, and the game is tied. So UAB makes a pitching change, and then okay, Jake Dillingham struck out. So he is there's one out. Brett Coker flies out to right. That's two outs. And then uh, Williams struck out swinging, but reached first on a wild pitch. Mm. And those things can, and they they can come back to haunt you. Uh, 
And uh, for UAB, it did. So Daniel Freeman, the first baseman, after Williams reached on the wild pitch on a strikeout, Freeman singles to right, Williams advanced to second, and then Briggs Rudder homers to left field for a three-run shot for a 5-2 to two win. And uh, that's how you, you know, tw- sometimes 27 outs is not enough. <laughs> that's exactly that's, right. That's exactly right. And uh, so he was the hero that day. And for about 24 hours, uh, he, he was he had a college career batting average of a thousand because he he, uh, he came up uh, and and uh, and uh, and and got got a base hit to start the second or the third game on Saturday. So anyway, congratulations to him. And then then the uh, the Saturday game was. A game seventeen seven, and then on Sunday, Middle is down two nothing going to the bottom of the score two uh, in the bottom of the eighth to tie, and scratch one across in the bottom of the ninth to win three to two. So, anyway, it, it was good wins for the weekend, and it uh, puts them in 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 a in a pretty good spot as far as the tournament goes, uh, but. You know, big series coming up this weekend. You got three series left uh, this weekend. You've got Louisiana Tech, who is, you know, the high. They're right now they're ranked top, in top twenty-five. So you got Louisiana Tech on the road to FIU or on the road to Southern Miss, and then home for FIU. So it's not a it's not easy, but uh, winning three out of four at home sure did help this weekend. It's going back to Friday second game. Um, you mentioned that Briggs Rudder had a batting average of 1,000. Was he well, pinch hitting I, in that first game? I, well, I, I, in, when I said that, mm-hmm. I, I had to let Uh-oh. me. I was let me pull the box. I may have uh, overstepped my bounds. I don't there think on you that. did. Um, let me it feels like that was his score. first at bat. It feels that way, but I want to make sure. Yeah. Uh, and let's see, pulling up, pulling up, pulling up. Uh, okay, here we go. Doubleheader, five to two win, box score, and that was for middle. For no, he was one for four. My oh. bad, but he but the one came at the right time. Oh no and, question. And 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 he uh, he he was uh, and I actually saw Coach Toman in his front yard this morning, and and uh, we were talking about Rudder and that uh, he. Uh, he has given him a chance uh, it, to catch because right now the other two catchers aren't hitting. Middlewood has gone through some, I mean, bad, you know, hitting spells at times this year. And one of them was kind of this weekend until they, you know, kind of got things going and then exploded on Saturday. But but uh, Briggs is getting the opportunity to catch some. He, along with Jake Hagenow, uh, Hagenow had been the number one going into the season. But Rudder, I mean, he keeps his back going. They will, uh, you know, they can, they can live with some growing pains back there with a young player if he continues to hit like he's hitting. Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders. And, Chip, um, so you have Rudder with the walk-off on Friday in the second game. That 17-7 win on Saturday – the recipient of that pitching victory was one Jaden Ham. Is that correct? That's correct. And uh, and and when you when you look at the stat sheet, uh, 
And, you know, the, 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 the way the baseball stat sheets work is that, you know, the at the top you got all the hitters and they're in order by batting average. Then down below that you've got the pitchers and they are in order by lowest ERA to highest. And uh, until yesterday when David Zaz went three and a third of uh, no-hit uh, relief, Jaden Ham had the lowest ERA. He is still at 1.80 uh, in his uh, six appearances, and uh, he's, he's gone 10 innings, given up uh, – uh, he has given up only five hits, three runs, but only two of those have been earned. He's walked four, struck out seven. So uh, he has made the most of, of his opportunities uh, – coming in and and like you said got the win yesterday or on Saturday yeah Jaden has been one of the the bright spots for this pitching staff especially when you're talking about you know he's only he's only appeared six times but you know they kind of don't mind going to him in those high pressure situations like we mentioned uh the last time he then <laughs> when he got when he got his loss without giving up an earned run um it's just it, it seems to be that the Murray County flavor the young Murray County flavor that coach Toman is uh has no issues with going ahead and getting these growing pains out of the way early no and uh and you know and and they Last fall was was really competitive. They at one point they had forty nine guys on the roster, and which that made for you know, and you you had you had a lot of guys battling. You for the most part basically had really good weather for for the fall season or in the fall practice, which you know that always you know helps and everybody gets to develop a little bit more. You're still going through. You know, uh, you know, you know, with the, some of the COVID stuff, but but it, it allowed all these guys to get a lot of a lot of at bats, a lot of innings, uh, whether it be in the bullpen or in in uh, you know in, in scrimmages that kind of thing. So you know, they they kind of came out of fall, uh, you know, probably with as much work uh, going into a spring season as you could possibly have, and. And that that's paying off a little bit right now, as you mentioned with with Ham and 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 Rudder and and you know similar and you know the the list just kind of keeps on going. Bryson Thomas, although Bryson Bryson got hurt, uh, he should be back here before too long. And uh, and 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 we haven't seen him pitch lately. And uh, but he's only made one appearance this year. And and uh, I, I don't think we'll probably be seeing him in a pitching situation unless they have an emergency type situation. But, you know, they're honing in on, on who, who they can trust. I mean, that's, that's probably the biggest word that, you know, doesn't get used enough when it comes to, you know, coaches and pitchers and in particular is trust and who do they trust in the, in whatever the situation might be right now, David Zaz is the, is the guy out of the bullpen he was the closer, and you're expecting him pitch an inning, maybe two. Well, you know, he combines with Siebert yesterday for uh, for a one hitter, uh, and that that was kind of lost in the 
in the uh, in the whole thing about the, having a, a, you know winning by a walk off is that you know the middle was trailing two to nothing and had only given up one hit and mm. uh, and still only gave up one hit and Zaz you know was a big part of that and Trent Siebert who has uh, earned himself that that Sunday afternoon he's kind of holding that spot down uh, so you know that uh, the pitching has been you know, for the most part, has been outstanding this year. You know, when you go to your closer in the fifth and he still winds up being your closer, you know, that's that's trust, like you said. I mean, getting three and a third out of Zaz like that, that's pretty much unheard of, I guess, isn't it? Well, Toman said that, he, that the plan was to extend Toman or extend Zaz uh, yesterday because they had not had to go to him for a ton in, earlier in the weekend. But uh, and, and on his postgame show, Toman said, you know, we, we knew we were going to extend him. And I know he went three and a third. He goes, but, you know, he goes, I was worried that we didn't go to him fast enough. So, you know, that's a credit to, to Zaz. And, and he just had outstanding stuff yesterday. And, and uh, you know, they – played a full nine innings and in a two and a half hour game and just a lot of fun to watch on a pretty afternoon. And, you know, the fact of the matter is middle went into that game leading the series two one, that three and a third innings out of Zods is pretty much the difference in winning the series and getting a split, which, you know, as you're coming down to the wire in conference play is a pretty big deal. I think. I think you're right. And, and uh, just going to look here real quick and see what the conference uh, standings look so like this I, morning. I was actually that you was going to be my next question to you because La Tech and Southern Miss are the two teams ahead of Middle right now, as Middle sits in the three spot in the Western Division. So you've got two series coming up with the two teams ahead of you. That's that's kind of where you want to be. Well, I mean that, that's true, and uh, I mean you you've got a chance to, you know, with uh, over the next two weekends, you've got eight games against, uh, you know, two of the better teams in the league, and and, uh, and and you really can't ask for a whole lot more as far as, you know, giving yourself an opportunity to to climb. Uh, you know, the thing is, you're you're three games behind Southern Miss in the in the in the win column, four games behind. Louisiana Tech in the win column, but really at this point, what you're you're not going to pass them probably uh, to win the division. But what you want to do, in particular with those two, as good as they are, uh, you want to get splits out of both of those series at worst. Uh, if you can if you can uh, get you know go two and two or against Louisiana Tech at home, and then two and two on the road at Southern Miss, or somehow get four wins out of the next two weekends, you really put yourself in a really good spot uh, going into the final weekend where FIU right now is only there seven and 13 in the league uh, and and 16 and 24 overall. But Charlotte continues to be just crazy good with their record. They're 17 and three and old dominion uh, Chris Finwood, the old Western Kentucky coach, he's the coach at old dominion now so there, that's uh, you know the, those two have been the the class of the East, and uh, and 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 it's been kind of a 
two-team race in the West, but Middle and UTSA are right there, and you don't want to lose any ground to them. Uh, so it, it's, uh, it, it's 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 you know it is starting to you know starting to head toward the finish line. But uh, although this was just the first series of the second half of the season, you have three left, and it's uh, you know the the league has been really really good, and and uh, and so you know it, it's going to be an exciting weekend with Tech coming in. And the tournament is the top eight teams, no matter which division, right? Correct. And okay. which, which I think they put they did divisions this year simply for scheduling purposes. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and it is the top eight, so top eight records will go. And I think uh, with that in mind, middle is probably one, two, three, four, fifth. probably fifth. Yep. With that that uh, that tie out there. Uh, you know, seeing how it uh, affects, but but yeah, baseball was good. Uh, softball had to go on the road this weekend. Uh, they, they they had a series at FAU uh, men's tennis yesterday. Uh, they won their second straight conference championship, and they just kind of blew through the uh, the field there. Middle has been a top fifty team in in men's tennis, and uh, they. Uh, they win over Old Dominion yesterday, four to one, uh, and they've been really, really good coming out and getting that doubles point, and that makes them really tough. It makes anybody really tough if you can get the doubles point. You know, Chip, you, you kind of stole my thunder because I was just getting ready to mention the men's tennis team winning the um, conference championship. So um, we and, we uh, try to be a little diverse on way, this show. way to go, that's, Chip. That's right. Yeah. yeah, hey, I know. Women's <laughs> tennis uh, last week since we last talked, they 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 have been in a in a in a rebuilding situation. They were able to uh they they won a match and then lost to the number 2 seed in the second round. Women's golf had a great uh played their best tournament of the season in the Conference USA Championship and that ended up being they were ended up tied for third with Western Kentucky or tied for second with, with Western Kentucky. And then uh, today the men's tournament has, uh, they have uh, teed off down in Texarkana and with uh, in the first three, they're still in the middle, still in the first three holes. Charlotte started early and they've, uh, they've they're at eight under North Texas at four under and then middle Louisiana tech and UTSA along with rice are all at, two under, but still uh, everybody's still on the front nine of round number one. And what you want to be on the men's tournament, the way it's set up, you want to be in the top four after three rounds because the top four then go to match play. And uh, Coach Mark McIntyre said he would put his guys up against anybody in the league uh, when it comes to match play. So the key is to be in that top four after the third round. How do you feel about match play golf, Chip? You know, I don't, and and I know this will be shocking. Totally get all of it, but you know, I, I don't. What I don't understand is if you're going to play it as a team, why do you just not go ahead and play it out like you're like you're going? I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the changing of Switching the in the middle of the tournament in, in the midst in midstream. Yeah. Yeah, I, but, I, I can see that. But, but go, go, golf people can 
I'm sure can give me a, you know, can give us a much better explanation of why you do that. And, you know, you hear different people say about different kinds of golf. Oh, it's the truest test of golf. Well, I mean, and it is, you're, 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 you're man, you're, your man is against their man. And, and, and I understand that. So it does, because I'm going to, I'm going to actually make the point against myself here, but uh, it, it does, uh, it does allow you your, your own individual players because college golf, college tennis, it is an individual sport played in a team format. And the way they do this, you do get to uh, you get some of each. You mm-hmm. get the team part of it, and then you do get the individual part of it uh, during match play. Mm-hmm. So there, I've made the, I've made the point for both sides. Before we leave with Chip Walters here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, I um, want to mention there was a um, announcement over the weekend that the Blue Raider Blitz Summer Caravan has been set um, to take place in July with various coaches of various MTSU sports making stops around the mid-state um, beginning in July. Locations and dates will be announced later this spring. Um, the Blitz will be a way for fans of all ages to engage with Blue Raider football while they prepare for the two- 2021 season. There will be members of the coaching staff at each location to go along with a few head coaches from other sports. Um, and again, locations and dates will be announced later this spring. I think I remember though, the last time that they did something like this, they did visit cool Springs. I don't know if they came to Columbia or not because I wasn't as concerned at that time, but chip, where would you anticipate stops being? You know, I I would, you know, if if I get a chance, I mean, I, I think, uh, the Columbia Spring Hill area would be a good area to come to. Uh, obviously, I think there'll probably probably be a, a, a stop in Nashville. Uh, McMinnville, I would say, has got a good chance. Shelbyville, somewhere in the Shelbyville, Tullahoma, Manchester area. Um, maybe Fayetteville. Fayetteville's always been a good area, uh, but I would say the you know. Spring Hill might end up being a, uh, you know, a a good midpoint for the Columbia Franklin kind of area. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, that, that, I'll uh, I'll have to do a little digging and see see what uh, see what folks are powers that be what they're thinking. I haven't haven't heard. I I knew it was going to come out, but um, but I haven't I haven't had any conversations really to see where they're thinking. Yeah, do a little digging. Who's in charge of that? Uh, Chelsea Floyd may be in charge of that. So, and uh, she's uh, she's also uh, she's uh, really she's the marketing director, and uh, and uh, and so she had a big weekend, and and uh, I need to call and congratulate her on something. Tell, and so that'll be a that'll be a little talking point for our conversation here shortly. There you go. Sounds good. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Hey, oh, maybe, you know, maybe it could maybe it could be in conjunction with the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Show on site somewhere. We would in the be dimple. we would be all over that. We about would love that. that. that could, See if could be could, a, kind of a 
kind of a meet and greet and uh, and being part of the show all at one time. See if you can make that happen. Put us in touch with Chelsea. Give her our phone number. I got you. I'll do it. All right. I'll have I'll have her my people call her people. Do that. Do that. Um, Chip Walters, voice of the Blue Raiders, here with us on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline as he is every Monday. Chip, thank you so much for your time. We'll see you next Monday. All right. And, uh, yeah, I, I need to talk to you uh, about next week. I need to change uh, change our time just a little bit, but let's chat. Uh, let's, do, let's do that. We, we All will, right. We'll talk. All right. See you. All right. That is Chip Walters on the Parks Murder Sales Hotline. Um, we, we lost audio to um, Facebook and Twitter momentarily, but I will get it back in the break. Uh, the – the the sender died. Uh, I need to plug it up. So anyway, we will get back on Facebook here uh, audio in just a minute. Uh, so they couldn't see us, now, and, and they, now they can't hear us. <laughs> it's it's Monday. It's, yeah, it's Monday all day long. Okay. Um. All right. So we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, uh, Vanderbilt baseball, Tennessee football, lots to talk about. In the next segment, so stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid Tennessee Barn and Joint. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee.